Welcome to Unscrewed Mind, episode number 42. We're going to be talking about five things to help you on your spiritual journey. Boom. And things that have helped me and Matt tremendously over the last couple of years, huge changes, and even reluctancy to do those things in the beginning. Um, I think I think well, the one we're starting off with today is uh, something that I avoided doing for ever uh, mm-hmm. a very long time. Uh, probably really got into it around a year ago at this time and started doing it maybe even was it longer than a year ago at this point? I think you started then stopped and started again. Yeah. So um, meditation, that's the the first thing on the list to help you on your journey. And just for me, personal benefits that I get from it is if I'm ever feeling like I have bad energy or just a negative feeling around me, if I take 10 minutes or an hour or 20 minutes or whatever amount of time period that you want to give to it, it seems to really calm my mind and brings me back to the current reality instead of focusing on things that could happen in the future or things that could happen in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I like to lay down when I meditate. I put a, um, a covering over my eyes and I put my headphones in and listen to uh, binary. I'm never going to be able to say it right. Binaural beats. Uh, yep, yep. So it's a hard one. Yeah. So basically for me, I just quiet my mind or if a thought comes by, I just don't give it any kind of power. So Mm -hmm. I don't try to think about what that thought is or anything like that. Um, I just see the thought and let the thought pass and just get to a point where I'm really just silent in my mind. Yep. Very good. Um, I love meditating too. I've been doing it for like two years now, I think, and definitely life-changing as far as the experience goes. Uh, Some pretty valuable uh, things I found along the way are, like you said, uh, binaural beat apps to kind of help block out the noise. Um, Also too, uh, there's lots of great books on meditation. There's several processes to meditate. And then uh, Headspace has a Netflix series. It's like 10 uh, episodes where it talks about different ways that you can meditate, different exercises you can go through. And then they also have an app uh, that's pretty good as well. So all of those are really good spots to start meditating. And it's as easy as just uh, sitting back, being quiet, closing your eyes and trying not to think, which for me isn't very hard. Um, I can stop thinking pretty much. I I think I spend my entire day not thinking, which is a a really nice place to be. Um, I I have a question for you. Do you think um, my experience is meditating um, it? There were a lot of breakthroughs early on. There was a lot of kind of thought provoking experiences. My question is, though, Mm-hmm. Over time, do you feel like you build up a tolerance to meditating like you do with anything else? And oh. does it make sense to take a break from meditating so that you can get back to a, a point where it's an experience? Or is it okay to just have it be level set 
and um, not really experience any ups or downs. It just is, and that's okay. Well, for me, I've noticed that if I take a few days off and come back to it, it feels like that it puts me, uh, or I feel like I have the connection more or the change in feeling. However, mm-hmm. you know, on a consistency level, do you feel like that you feel better if you do it consistently, or do you feel like you do it, feel better if you do it every now and then? Personally, I just like to do it whenever I feel like I need to do it, I guess. You could say, um, I, I don't know what the what the true answer is on that. What about from your experience? What do you feel like is uh, works best for you? Um, I know that I, you have a strict routine, so yeah i I'm a habitual person, so I like doing things the same time every day, and I I think it makes me feel better. Um, mm-hmm. That's definitely a paradigm of mine. I, things need to happen in a certain order in the morning for for me to get my day off to the right start. And, uh, meditation is certainly one of them. Almost think of it like a supplement, you know, Mm -hmm. you take vitamins every day. You don't necessarily feel the benefit of the vitamins, but it's there. And I think meditation is the same thing. And, uh, a really interesting exercise or a way to think about meditation. And this is from uh, headspace is when you meditate, picture yourself sitting on a bench. And when you're on the bench in front of you is a, is a street. And your thoughts are cars going back and forth across the street. And if you see a fancy car, you're going to follow it for a little bit. And then you want to take your attention off of it and kind of come back to the center and kind of let the cars go by. And you Mm -hmm. can also label thoughts that pop up in your head as either thoughts or emotions. And once you feel that thought or emotion take hold of you and kind of pull you in another direction. You can say, Hey, this is just a thought and kind of come back to center. But, um, definitely if you're not meditating now, life is so much better. Once you start uh, quieting your mind and allowing yourself to relax, it, it really does a lot for your, for your experience and for your spiritual journey. And feeling all of the different chakras in your body. Um, it's such a strange feeling and it's something that you've never felt before until you experience it. Because, uh, for me personally, I've had uh, a strong feeling in my heart, in my head, uh, center of my eyes, um, all, all different locations. And it's like a fullness feeling, uh, is the best way that I can describe it, but you can just tell that, it's something that we need to be doing and something that we need to be practicing once you do it the first time. Right. Um, And it did take me several weeks of trying before I felt really the real connection to it. And personally now when I am out and about or doing things, if I do certain things, I will have um, kind of a sensation in the, in the middle of my forehead or right here. Um, And it's like, if I'm doing something that I like or doing something, uh, right, I guess you could say, um, it seems to, you know, it seems to build. So it's kind of a strange thing, but it's, it's something that I've, it's just like normal to me now. So kind of weird to begin with though. Mm -hmm. But yeah, everyone out there, please try meditation. Um, I'm one of those guys that was like, yeah, I'm not going to meditate. That sounds stupid. So, mm-hmm. uh, prior. Look at you now. And so try it out. Tell us what you, tell us your experiences with it. And, uh, 
I, I know it will improve your life without question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So second thing on the list is exercise and <clears throat> excuse me. Exercise is a huge part of your energy. Um, when I go to the gym and come out of the gym, you feel totally differently than when you went in. Um, it releases all kind of anxiety. It releases just stress from your body and from your mind. I think that exercise truly is probably more important for your mind than it is for your body. Um, and those two are so connected closely and you can control the way that you feel and think through your mind. So are you going to exercise for your body or are you going to exercise for your mind? That's what you really um, need to distinguish and understand that it's not just about changing your body on the outside, but it's changing the way that you think about everything. Um, and I really think that that's why exercise is such a key component into transforming your body is because you think that it is making an exponential change as you go into the gym and spend that time. It's something mm-hmm. that you can see tangible in the real world. Do I think that you could get a, uh, I know that you can get a better body without actually going to the gym, but the benefits on your mind going to the gym are enormous. Right. Um, and when you have both your mind and your body working towards a singular goal, it just amplifies it that much faster. And that's where the real world action, of course, takes place and makes a huge uh, change for you. But, you know, Matt has been somebody that has been going to the gym for how many years? Like 15? Uh, I mean, I've worked out on and off since I was, you know, 18, but uh, right. I would say last five or six years, uh, I've been in the gym hot and heavy. But I think it's important to understand that exercise means lots of different things to different people. You know, Mm -hmm. yoga is a type of exercise. Um, If you've ever tried to just stretch for 20 minutes, that's hard. Um, That's also exercise. Walking your dog, just going for a walk with your partner, um, you know, running, biking, um, and then going to the gym. I prefer lifting weights. Um, that's, That's what I like to do. But there's all different types of exercises, and and what you say is true. Um, it's good for your mind. It's good for your body. But I also think that what's important is a sense of accomplishment that comes from achieving a goal, which is could be to just exercise today, could be to exercise for a week straight, it could be to to look better, could be to feel better, uh, could be to lose weight, whatever it is. Um, you know, it, it increases your energy, it powers you through the day. And if you knock it out early, you've accomplished something right out of the gate and you can carry that momentum, uh, the rest of the way through the day. So if you're not exercising, uh, you, you should start basically, you know, it's, it's that simple. Yeah. And, you know, with any kind of activity that you do in a group setting, whether it's going to Orange Theory or doing something like jujitsu or even doing one of those, um, what's the classes where they do the jumping and stuff? I can't remember what it's called. Like the, Pilates or uh, aerobics? No, not at all. Not aerobics? Um, n- neither one of those. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's like, 
it's like probably it took it was like five years the most popular thing on earth and we can't come up with it so uh functional training but there was a different crossfit 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 Mm. thank you not jazzercise thank you for hitting crossfit right off the bat there (laughs) (laughs) uh so anyway you know doing something in an activity, you're going to get the energy off of the other people and you're going to see it. That's why changing your environment, changing the things that you do are such an important part of in your life, period. It's an it's important part of your spiritual journey, but it is life-changing. When you move to a new environment, when you go to a new gym, when you do stuff that you're not used to doing, you're opening yourself up for new experiences and those new experiences mm-hmm. can completely change your life. Um, it's just the repetition of activities that are different is what really makes up and changes your avatar in this world. Um, but it is, it's, it's a fundamental part. If you are not clear minded and you're sitting there in anxiety and you're wondering why you're so anxious, why you're so upset, but you've actually done not even the first step to change that, Mm -hmm. then that's it's just going to continue to repeat it's like an endless loop yeah break the cycle for sure for sure so number three on the list is focus on things that make you happy or excited Um, and to me the thing to do to really help yourself out with this is write down a list of things that you like to do Um, and Make a list of things that you like to do that cost money and then make a thing, a list of things that you like to do that don't cost anything at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hiking, meditation, those kind of things are things that can make you happy um, and exercising, of course. But do you like to go to the park with your family? Do you like to do just anything that you like to do? And maybe you've been putting off doing them for months. I mean, I I love to go hiking and I haven't been in two months. Right. Uh, Now it has been summer, so it's burning up. Uh, You know, that's kind of a deterrent. I normally like to go in the fall and (laughs) uh, the fall or the spring. So just make those lists, look at those and focus on those things instead of focusing on maybe the TV that is upsetting you or somebody at work that's not doing the things that you want Um, change the way that you feel about yourself. And then the way that other people feel about you just seems to change right along with it. Yep. Yep. And I wrote down for this one, I wrote down, pursue your passion. You know um, one thing that we talked about in the past is there's a fear to trying new things because you're worried about uh, what people might think of you or what the folks in your circle might say about you. But if it's something that you think you're going to like, put yourself out there and try it regardless of what it is. And um, that sense of excitement is positive and that that's a vibration raiser for sure. But if, if it becomes something that is a part of your daily life from that point going forward and you truly enjoy doing it and it pulls you out of that normal environment and puts you in a new one, um, that's where you want to be. But find a passion and go after it. I would say that, um, you know, you and I doing this podcast together, learning how to, to edit stuff and post it and waiting to see if it's going to be consumed. And do we get more views on this one? And did we get any comments? Uh, how many likes did it get? You know, 
that stuff is exciting and it's it's interesting and it's a passion of mine and yours and i think that um it's positive energy and it's it's been good for us this whole process mm-hmm. over, over the past year has been uh really good for us that's why i want to do a podcast on uh, an episode about kind of what we'd experienced or what we've learned over the past year because i think if we sit down and actually think about it we'll be that much more empowered and excited to to go after it for the All next right. year almost a thousand downloads on the mm-hmm. podcast which is um a pretty cool benchmark in just a year i don't know how fast that normally happens but i'm excited about it i don't know anyone else that has a thousand views on a podcast that they're that they're producing themselves so yeah you know, that kind of stuff is cool it can be anything you just got to find it and do it yeah and you know focusing on things that make you happy this includes things that don't make other people happy so mm-hmm. The only person that determines if you're failing is you. So if somebody tells you that you can't go rock climbing or you can't do this because of whatever reason it is, or if there's a reason why somebody else is telling you they can't get started, you have to understand that that's something to do with them and nothing to do with you. Don't let anybody dictate your life. Yeah. Um, whether it's parents what you know leaders what whoever it is you are ultimately in control of it and you can change the way they think by doing the things that you want regardless of their thought process towards it yep so um the fourth item on here is a shout out to neville i think but it is always uh, live in the end um always and and that means to me, and it may mean something a little different to Matt, is living like the things that you want to come are already here always. Um, and just focusing on the things that you can do to achieve today and not the things that you can necessarily achieve tomorrow, but just taking steps and knowing that it's here. Um, and you may not see it in your reality today. And it may not be the exact thing that you think that it is when it does come, but getting into the feeling of what that is, is the most important part of everything. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, when you're making money, it seems to be a natural path for you to go up a certain amount of dollars every year or every few weeks or whatever it is, whatever you have in your set in your mind, if you start thinking, you know, I can make a hundred thousand dollars and then you make a hundred thousand dollars and you're like, wow, I wish I was making more than a hundred thousand dollars. And then you move the goal to 120. You'll see that there's a natural progressive thought process in your mind about how you can get to that dollar amount. Mm -hmm. And so if you could bypass that thought process and, and feel the way that you would feel that you, once you already have it, it would speed that process up a lot. And it's a difficult thing to do. Um, that's personally why I don't play the lottery because that's not something that I want to focus my time on is feeling like I've already won the lottery. Um, I know a lot of people out there, that's something that they want to do. That just doesn't sound like a focal point for me. I don't know. Matt, have you won the lottery already and didn't tell me? No. I've, okay. I've played the lottery 
And uh, I think the most I ever got was like two numbers. Never even hmm. really came close. But I was just doing the quick picks. And I think the quick picks, like, don't you think they'd have a computer that knows all the quick picks that are generated? And then it just wouldn't select the quick picks. Wait, we've got somebody watching that's trying to win the lottery, and now you're trying to debunk that the possibility of them winning. What are you doing? No, I mean, I'm just you you can do it. I'll just yeah. say that you can do it. You've already won. Thank you. I've, I wrote down uh, visualize and then feel for this mm-hmm. one, and I'm I'm always surprised when I try and visualize how hard it is. Because your your mind wants to go off in a bunch of different directions, and the only thing I'm really good at is visualizing things going badly. It seems like I can do that without any, <laughs> without any effort at all. So I would say to to live in the end, to visualize, take some time, and we we always talk about this, but take some time and write it out. Write out what the end looks like in as much deal, detail as possible. Read that, and then visualize it. And so if yeah. you're if you're really descriptive, if you write out in the present moment how you would feel and then you spend some time in that environment, um, visualizing it, experiencing it in your mind, then you'll be able to carry that feeling and know kind of what that's going to feel like. And that's the exercise that will help you live in the end, visualize the end and ultimately achieve it uh, when the time is ready. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know. You got to be able to separate yourself. And this is the hard part is letting go of what you want to get what you want, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, not focusing on the fact that you don't have it yet. There's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot to break down. But visualizing is a key step used by uh, athletes, executives, uh, all the thought provoking minds have always visualized throughout history. And it's something that you should do, too. Yeah. And just being repetitive in your want, Um, Mm -hmm. reprogramming your mind. If you've worked for any major company, you'll notice that they repeat themselves over and over and over and over. I had to put that in there. Yeah. But the reason why they do that is because they're trying to program your subconscious mind, not your conscious mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just part of the process and it's something that major companies know. It's something that uh, TV ads know, obviously. I mean, right. you, you see the, you're like, how, why am I watching a show and they're running the same commercial four times during one show? Well, mm-hmm. they're trying to get to your subconscious mind. They're not trying to, you know, get you to just consciously go, Oh, I want that new toothbrush. You know, it's a subconscious programming. You're in the store. Boom. You just pick it up. You and toothbrushes, bro. I know I've got a problem. <laughs> the 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 uh, toothbrush aisle is like my favorite. I'm like, oh, wow. Look at all so this. funny. I think that's You're the like, most, com- maybe that's the most commercialized thing is all is the toothpaste the, stuff. Is that the Oral-B 9000? Yeah. I didn't think that was coming out until 2022. Mm, I, I haven't gone that far yet, but maybe maybe that's a niche that we're not aware. I'm not aware of. Maybe I can watch YouTube videos on how to uh, which toothbrush is the best and things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Soft it's bristles. out there. Soft sure, sure, yeah, you have to. Um, the last one on the list is treating others how you want to be treated, and 
this is something that becomes difficult to do when you're dealing with someone that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, the thing that is really crazy is in the last two years, me meeting somebody that I didn't like hasn't really happened. Right. Um, so that's, that's saying something for yeah. you, you know? So, so the thing is, is does that mean that means that I changed not the people that I meeting changed or did the people that I was meeting change because I changed? I don't know the answer. Well, we did that episode on, uh, everyone's a mirror, mm-hmm. right? And the fact that you like yourself more and you know yourself better and you mm-hmm. appreciate things and you're looking for things to be grateful for in every situation, right. you're going to f- find more of that in others. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that's the key. That's the key. And you're, you're in, you're in tune with your vibration. And if what you're sending out is more positive, what you're going to get from the outside is more positive. And that's, um, you know, there's such thing as vicious cycles, but there's also very positive cycles as well. And that's, that's what you're doing. It seems everyone seems like everyone that's come into your life over the past year um, has had an influence on you. And they've also been able to move you towards the goals that you set for yourself. And it's it's weird. Um, their stories and where they came from and what their history is and the, the stories they've shared with you. Um, that just seems like it's unlocking the next step for you. And I think um, you, you see new people as an opportunity as opposed to, um, you know, a hindrance or someone to beat or compete with, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, that doesn't, that's not a blanket, just invite everyone you see into your life. Um, that's not necessarily the goal with this, but, um, just using kindness with people and, you know, distancing yourself from environments that you don't want to be around is important too, because, if you're looking for a certain type of person and you know that that type of person will never be in the environment that you're in, but you're wondering why you can't find them, that's, you know, a good indicator to you of, you know, what, what kind of environment would this, that, you know, if you were, if I were dating right now, if I was like using the dating sites and things, I would literally describe myself as the person that I'm wanting. Because Mm -hmm. that way the person could find me based on their want that that's what they're looking for as well. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that most people describe themselves as, you know, just trying to build themselves up by making all of these statements and things. And even on resumes and all that kind of stuff, you know, when you look at those, the information on there is almost useless. Because it doesn't really describe the person as much as it describes task that the person has completed. Do you you don't think an employer wants someone that's proficient in Microsoft Office? Right, right, right. It's no, like you don't think that Microsoft Office won't even exist in ten years, so it won't even matter. Like people, <laughs> it's like when when we were little, you know, they were saying. Oh, you got to do all all of the math without the calculator because in the future, 
I mean, you're not going to have a calculator with you everywhere you go. It's like, yeah, we do, you know, (laughs) and it's like, there's just so many things that have been transformed by technology that we said that couldn't happen so many years ago. So I I don't know, Uh, just everything is kind of frivolous Uh, and the things that you own, the things that you do everything becomes useless when you look at what you're really looking for in life. And it's the things that we want, the things that we do, those things are only to make us happier or feel better about ourselves. And if you continue to search for those things on the outside, you're never going to feel better. You have to feel better in order for those things to make you happy at all. And that's, I think so many people get caught in a vicious cycle of, I don't have anything. I don't, I'm not getting the things that I want. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And in reality, they could have a family already and they're so happy and grateful for that family in the back of their mind, not in the front of their mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if you were to take that away from them, then they would know, you know, all of this stuff, all of these goals that I have are useless without my family. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that it, it goes to say for your family, treating them how you want to be treated as well is super important because you're not, if you're treating your spouse in a negative way and you're wanting them to change, there's no opportunity for change with you constantly having the negative attitude or the negative comments towards them. Um, you need to change the way that you talk to them and then they will change. I, I don't know if that it was explained well there, but it has worked tremendously for me. <laughs>